Welcome. Mad Hatter Industries presents the Ruck and Rise podcast. We're here helping others rise out of their comfort zones, facing adversities head on while providing a safe space to have open, honest, difficult conversations in order to keep pushing forward. We will also cover topics such as fitness, mental health, positive mindset, and more. We invite you to join us on our Ruck and Rise journey. We are your hosts, Allie Brown, soon to be Curvin. And Dave Curvin. Disclaimer, we are not mental health professionals, nor do we claim to be. If you or someone you love is struggling, we encourage you to seek help from a professional. You can contact CMHA, the Canadian Mental Health Association, at 1-833-456-4566. All right, so welcome to episode four of the Rock and Rise podcast, and we have our second guest, uh, Sachin. Welcome to the podcast, Satch. Thanks, man. Thanks for thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, no, thanks for coming on. Uh, we're super excited to have you. Um, do you want to kind of jump in and tell us about the um, mission that you're on right now, day five of your 22-day uh, marathon? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> so um, I'm uh, I'm attempting to run 22 marathons in 22 days. I'm on the fifth. I just finished the fifth one today. I started on August 5th and I finished on the 27th of August. And the reason why I'm doing this is to raise awareness and funds for the Honor Society, which is a charity that I support, that uh, supports veterans, first responders, emergency personnel uh, affected with uh, occupational stress injuries and various other mental health issues. So in a nutshell, that's uh, who I am and, and what I'm doing right now. Amazing. Uh, we're going to dig back into kind of why you chose Honor House and maybe a little bit more of your backstory as well. But just for people who don't know, um, I just wanted to give a brief overview of like why 22 is so important. Um, so correct me if I get any of this wrong, but I think in 2011, um, the States did a survey about suicide and it was it just between vets or was it vets and first responders that 22? Yeah, no. So, in, yeah, you're right. In 2011, they did that study in, in the U.S. and it, it revealed that, uh, yeah, 22 veterans a day commit suicide. So, like, yeah. it, to your point, like, about it, that doesn't even include first responders. Yeah, so, so you can, and you can imagine it now. I mean, that was plus 10 years ago. So it possibly the number has gone up. I suspect it has. But just even that just puts it in real real perspective so yeah that's why 22 is pretty significant um why did you choose honor house or why is honor house so kind of close to your heart what's well, i mean um so i live in the the white rock south surrey area in british columbia and uh, the honor house society is a charity that was started in new westminster bc so it's a bc charity and and it's um <clears throat> it's a very small charity it has one employee and oh, wow. um, yeah, so it's not a massive uh, charity where I've worked with a I worked with a legion a few years ago and not like amazing charity as well. But I wanted a little more, a little bit for me, a little bit more connection with the charity yeah. itself. And um, I wanted more hands on kind of help that I could give. Yeah. And um, so that's why I picked them. And, and you know, I've, I've been there and I've, I've seen what they do and how they help people and the services that they provide, which are. You know, Honor House in, in New Westminster, what they have is a really large house that holds five or six different families at any given moment and um, allows those families to stay there when they're coming from all over the province or even all over the country, stay there as long as they need if they need to get any treatment uh, in, the, in the area. So that's what, and free of charge, no, they don't pay for anything. 
And um, they have another location, which the money that I'm raising right now called Honor Ranch. It's based in Ashcroft, BC. And um, it's a it's a ranch on 120 acres and it's uh, has 10 cabins. And before the pandemic start, uh, before the pandemic, they were in the process of continuing to build and flush it out. But the pandemic happened, so it slowed a lot of things down. So they, they want to continue building it and uh, fortifying it with various different uh, modalities to help members with uh, their mental health. Yeah, amazing. It'd be amazing to see them expand like into every province. Is that well, kind of their like long term? I think from the president, he said um, he would love to see an honor house in every single province. Yeah. And um, so I'm, I've, you know, I've committed myself in whatever way I can help to help that cause. So whatever yeah. I can do, I'm, 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 I'm down for the cause. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Dave, do you have any uh, questions, any burning questions you want to ask Satch? Uh, yeah, no, I, I think uh, I have lots of questions for Satch, but, <laughs> uh, but right off the top, I just want to say um, what an incredible uh, challenge that you've undertaken with this and, and, and what a great cause as well. I mean, uh, it's great to hear um, a little more background about Honor House and then, uh, and then also the challenge that you're on. I, you know, for anyone who's ever undertaken uh, the challenge of a, of a single marathon, um, probably have an understanding of just what that, what that means as far as putting in the work and the, and the workup training and all that goes. And then to, uh, and then to turn around and take on a challenge of doing 22 back to back, uh, 22 days in a row is, uh, is just phenomenal. So, uh, first question is, uh, how are you feeling so far? I mean, this is day five mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. How's, how's everything holding up? How's the body holding up? I know. Unfortunately, you you've uh, faced uh, some uh, air pollution conditions, which yeah. um, is you know a challenge in itself, and and you've had to adapt and overcome and, and use a treadmill a bit, um, and that on its own can present some challenges. So how yeah how's everything feeling so far? <laughs> <That's>, yeah, <laughs> it's been a, it's been an interesting five days. I mean, not because of the marathons, because all the things that kind of happened or unfolded as. Uh, as I was going through them, which is cool, man. Like, I mean, uh, all these obstacles kind of come in my way and I'm just figuring out on the fly how to kind of navigate through them, which is kind of, kind of fun. Um, but yeah, no, for sure, man. Like, um, running marathon alone is, is, a, is a challenge for sure. Running 22 is a challenge for sure. I don't know. I don't, to be honest, I don't think they're that different in the challenge scope. Right. Cause like, if you're going to, from my perspective, if you're going to run a marathon, you train a year to run a marathon to do whatever best time you can. And um, I've been training a year to run 22 marathons. So it's kind of a different thing, right? Like uh, my running isn't like speed based. It's just, you know, getting mileage. And so it's just more mm -hmm. durability. Um, but yeah, to, but that, you know, that's, that's the difference. And then what was the other question? You had a couple other points there that you had there. <laughs> well, one was, uh, yeah, just, just facing some of these other challenges that presented themselves, the air quality, right. And uh, I was also curious, now, were any of these contingency plans put in place ahead of time as far as having access to a treadmill along the way, or was this just kind of on the fly? Yeah, no, honestly, man, like, um, all of them were on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> like, for sure. I mean, I mean, I've, I, it's almost impossible to have contingency plans for any scenario that's going to arise. So for me, I'm just kind of um, in the moment and feel confident enough to know that I can kind of 
figure out the problem as they come up. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of how I function generally. Yeah, but, you trust uh, yourself, right? Yeah, I mean, let's say a couple of years ago, maybe not. But I've, I've, I've built that over the last couple of years in myself now that I feel yeah. like, you know, I can um, I can almost figure out any challenge given enough time. And um, but the, the first to answer your question on how I'm feeling today was my best day. Actually, I felt really good, like awesome. better than all the other days. Um, and why? Let's see. Uh, the first day, honestly, like the first day I felt OK, but I was really tired. But after reflecting on like now I have five days to kind of look over all of it. That smoke, man, holy, that did a number. Like, uh, that first day, I, I don't think it was so much the heat, um, but the heat added a factor, but more so the smoke because the pollution was really bad from the forest fires. And um, I tracked most of my metrics through a whoop strap and various other things, and my respiratory rate was way up in sleeping that night because of the smoke, and, and my recovery was diminished, like, a great deal based on the lack of sleep because of that. So um, that didn't set me up for the second day. The second day. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. So the second, so now I'm thinking, oh man, like the second day, I'm not feeling great, and I'm trying to get through the second marathon. I'm like, I just started. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> There's still and, so uh, many more to go. Yeah. So then I was like, so then I, you know, I, I managed the rest of it. So the first day, a few issues came up. First day, I was going a bit too fast. I was really excited. You know, the whole thing kind of unfolding, and you know. Um, feeling like I have the weight of the shoulder, uh, the weight of the world on my shoulders a little bit from time to time. So uh, I, I was getting off pretty quick there. And, and I think that added to it. So Tuesday, I reflected on what happened Monday. And I was like, okay, let's just be smarter, pace myself more. And I started thinking more strategically, right? So I'm, I, I know I have 22 days, right? And if I wanted to rip, I could rip, but that, that won't set me up for more days of doing it. So I slowed myself down a lot. And then towards the last, you know, if I'm running, I was running about five and a half hours on my second day. So um, around four hours in, I started my recovery protocol early on the second day. So I started drinking a lot more water and started walking more on that run. So I'd, I'd walk and run a bit so I could just kind of build that recovery. Mm-hmm. And um, I had more, like I, I was, I've been really strict with my recovery protocol. So with the CBD almost every hour while I'm running and then afterwards I'm crushing water. So I'm, I'm probably having about two, hmm, during the runs, probably at least a gallon and then another gallon after and around that. So that's been helping. And then immediately after every run, I'm just trying to, once everything's kind of squared away, I just kind of just chill. I don't want to do anything. I just lift my legs up and kind of just relax the rest of the day. So I've noticed that's been helping pretty good. So I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Plan. Awesome. Yeah. Um, just on that recovery uh, topic real quick. Now, I know I know in the past you've had uh, sort of a team of therapists uh, surrounding you uh, to sort of get you through, um, you know, some r- repairs and things like that. Now, do you have uh, a therapist uh, alongside you for this journey? Um, so for this one, um, not for the entire trip. My physiotherapist is going to come probably meet, meet up with me this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so it won't be the entire time, maybe a little bit here and there. And um you know, it's kind of hard, right? Because uh, a lot of this, everything's volunteer for everyone, right? So um, to ask people to take time away from work and stuff, it's, it's, it's a bit of a task. So whenever sure. people are available and, and whenever people have their time, um, you know, and they want to be they want to be able to help me, then, you know, they, they come out and, um, you know, it's, it's worked out pretty good so far. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. no complaints. Awesome. So, yeah, that's great. Go ahead, Allie. 
Oh, I was just going to take us a slightly off topic. So when you're not training, what do you do for fun or for downtime? Like, do you have a balance or do you find, find finding a balance a struggle? Like what, what do you do? So there's a couple of things I think to at least how I'll answer that. I'm, I'm in a, maybe a little, a little off balance phase right now. Yeah. During right. this challenge for sure. Yeah. No. I, no? So okay. You haven't tracked me for that long. I've been on a challenge for two years and I got two more years to complete my challenge. This, yeah. what I'm doing right now, to be fair is training. Yeah. Right. It's not really like I've set a challenge, but for me, my ultimate goal is to run across Canada in two years. So yes. for me to do, that, yeah. to do that, I have to train now. Yeah. So this is all, this is all part of that process of figuring out what works best nutrition wise, fuel, sleep, and kind of get those little tweaks out of the way, you know, running, um, once, you know, four times a week or five times a week at home is, um, it's fine. But when you're trying to achieve a certain level or certain, for me, a certain level, um, I have to create training blocks. Right. And essentially this train, this is a training block for me, but I thought if I'm going to do a training block, you know, let's, combine that with raising awareness funds and like because that's what i'm doing anyway so oh yeah I no, it's it awesome. part of the process yeah 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 okay that's so awesome. you're yeah so yeah you're not doing a lot of like downtime fun stuff right now kind well, of i mean what do you consider fun maybe i don't know well, i don't know how to answer that i don't know okay. how to answer the question well i guess you must find well okay i'm assuming that you find training fun right for you you are yeah. into fitness it's it's something that you love to do, obviously. It's, it's what I, it's what I do. Yeah. You know, so to, to answer the question, like, um, what do I do for fun? Man, my life is amazing. I wouldn't want yeah. to change it. So, okay, like, well, I, I, I love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so your like, whole life is fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm enjoying every aspect of my life. I, um, in terms of balance, I'm, I'm, I'm highly focused in trying to achieve a goal, and I'm consumed by it to a certain degree. But it's, it's not just the goal of running it's a goal of raising millions of dollars so i'm yes. consumed by it i'm obsessed by doing what i'm doing because i want to i want to do so much yeah. <laughs> so for me i have to you know have, i constantly think about that but for me that's enjoying enjoying things like so uh, connecting with people and you know going out running and or you know going to volunteer somewhere like uh, all of that's kind of you know i guess it's um maybe not balanced but i think it is <laughs> But yeah, because you're enjoying it, right? And it shows in your smile and how you present yourself that you are loving it and you're bringing people together and raising money for a good cause. So I think that's incredible. No, yeah. So I guess I answered the question. Yeah, you did. You can answer the question however you want. There's no wrong way to answer it. It's about you. Okay. I want to, uh, I just want to circle back to the, the, the bigger picture. Yeah. The bigger goal. So, um, two years, I mean, you've set that goal of running across Canada, but that's not, that's not the only objective. Uh, and, and correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but, uh, you're looking to try and set, uh, the fastest time. Is that, is that, uh, that's the goal? Yeah, so, yeah. So the goal, I mean, the goal since I started is to break the record for the fastest run across Canada. And yeah. that's uh, 7,300 kilometers from St. John's to Victoria. And um, so the current record's held by Dave Proctor, who's from Calgary, who said it last year, who's a savage. He's legit, right? <laughs> and he did that in uh, 
67 days, 10 hours. So he was running over, I don't know, 105 <laughs> kilometers a day for 67 days, 10 hours. Wow. So now, <laughs> to put, put things in a little bit of perspective, I started running two years ago. Yeah. Right. So I, I started this process and, I, you know, I, full disclosure, I was I was somewhat delusional, but I <laughs> believed in what I, I believed in my capabilities. Right. So I, I guess I was somewhat delusional, but I, I was like, OK, whatever, I can run. <laughs> so I thought, let me see if I could break the record. And I've been kind of all, all in since think, trying to figure out how to get faster, how to get more durable and how to get to that record now. Um, I'm not uh, arrogant enough to think that I'm, I'm yeah, I'm going to destroy it. The, the reality is the odds are really stacked against me because I just started running and Dave Proctor and, and anyone who could, there's millions of people, not millions, but there's a lot of people can who can do that or get really close to it. I've been running for many, many years. And um, so I, I don't know if I can break the record, but I'm, I'm going all in and putting all my effort in and see how close I can get and, I know with the help of the community and, and people around me and, and, you know, some discipline and hard work, I'll get pretty close to get pretty close um, from some guy who maybe shouldn't even be, be here and um, definitely wasn't even a runner. That's pretty freaking cool, man. <laughs> it's really cool. I think it's, I think it's just awesome. Like, I think it's, yeah, I think it's very cool. And uh, leads me to uh, sort of the next question is now, given the fact that, two years ago yeah you just started running um have you noticed sort of uh body composition change i mean there's there's a uh yeah i mean the the amount of caloric uh, uh calories burned like uh, for a marathon and even your training and stuff have you noticed that uh your body has changed a fair bit uh from starting to run and then increasing the distance and the training that you're going through in the the marathons that you're doing now yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I used to, like, and for the listeners, like, I, I've always, not always, but for the most part, I've been fairly active for many years. So I, I competed in bodybuilding years ago, and then I transitioned to train jujitsu and then jujitsu into, into running. Uh, but to answer your question, I've seen um, the changes from all of those different styles of or modalities of fitness. From right. bodybuilding, the body shifted into a jujitsu player. And, and from a jiu-jitsu player, now it's shifting into an ultra-endurance type of body just by way of me just doing that all the time. And, yeah, my upper body, you know, has changed significantly in, in, compared to how it was before because it has to be – it has to move a certain way. And yeah. my legs have changed um, most definitely, probably for the better, <laughs> to be honest, right. uh, because, well, because of all the uh, movement with my legs, like the, you know, the high reps, the low reps, the, all the kind of things that you're doing when you're trying to train um, ultra endurance. So yeah, definitely, man, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Now, um, as far as nutrition throughout your, uh, your marathon, what, uh, what sort of things are you putting into the body while you're out there? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to stay pretty professional with it. I don't muck around too much. Um, I have experimented with various different types of way of eating, but I'm, I'm kind of digging what I'm doing right now and what I've been for the last little while. And so I'm, I'm sponsored by a couple of different companies and uh, one company is Magnum supplements that, you know, they, they provide all my protein and multivitamins and creatine, all these kinds of things, really high grade and really awesome stuff. And they believed in actually my journey from the get go. Cause I, I didn't want anyone to link up 
to link up with anyone. So I wanted someone who or a company that was kind of aligned with what I was thinking. So they were down from the get go. Another company, uh, Grupo Nutrition, and specifically to while I'm running, I'm I'm using that. And it's a company based out of Windsor. It's a Canadian company as well. And the CEO, Darcy, is a pretty legit guy. And um, we connected and, and um, he's, he's supporting the cause as well. So, um, and what, what, what they do over at Grupo, if you're, you know, if you're training for like uh, running events, triathlons, um, ultra events, you know, one hour, four hour, like whatever the distance is, they have formulations for, uh, for nutrition or fuel for, for those activities. So what I'm having is about 290 calories per hour, um, which is primarily, um, it has about four grams of protein just to keep me satiated so I don't get hungry while I'm running. Mm-hmm. And then it's high in carbs and it's specific type of carbs that, um, you know, my body's able to take in fairly quickly. It's got a, you know, and it's, I have a few different flavors, which tastes good. So, yep. um, yeah. So, I mean, and it's got all the electrolytes and the sodium that I need for every hour. So that's pretty much what I've been having every hour. I'll have about 290 calories of Grupo. And then after, um, pretty much whatever, <laughs> Because I've already, because I'm I'm burning about four thousand calories in and around there for the run, right? Or let's say four or five thousand. Wow. But yeah, for for the run. So if I'm in and around four or five thousand, I'm having about eleven six, uh, uh, one thousand one hundred sixty calories for in that four hours, let's say. Yeah. Let's say twelve hundred in the in the four or five hours. So yeah. now you have twelve hundred, and now the rest of the day I got to keep eating just to manage that that. Uh, caloric deficit so you know another company that's been supporting is called Mon- uh, the monster cookie and they a lot of bodybuilders might have heard of it um it's, i saw it's you were massive, talking about it the other day yeah these three massive cookies that are uh, dense in terms of calorie density is you know but it's high like high in oats and fiber so it's, and it's got some protein so th- three of those cookies are about a thousand calories so right after the run i crushed that so i have about a thousand i have a thousand there and then just for today um after i had that then went to moxie's had a burger a double uh no a burger with double bacon double cheese with fries so that's probably another 1500 calories maybe 2000 uh that's it no probably about i'd say it was about 1500 so now i'm sitting around uh, what about uh, 3600 calories for just from eating and so yeah i'm losing weight yeah (laughs) I was going to say, when you're into those endurance uh, um, challenges and, and sports and things, it's a it's a constant, um, yeah, almost a constant deficit uh, to try yeah, and it, always trying yeah. to replenish. So, well, especially, I mean, if you're doing, I, I suspect if you're, if it's a one day, it's not that much of an issue, but for sure, over 22 days, it's impossible to be able to get those calories in, or at least I don't know how to do it. And yeah. um, well, so I'm, you know, for sure, I'll I'll lose a bunch of weight. I mean, but I, it's not really it's a non-factor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, and one more question I'm going to throw out before I'll, uh, I'll let uh, Allie jump in. I'm sure she's got lots of questions for you. But um, sure. so given the fact that, you know, you're out there for four plus, five plus hours, um, like I've done a fair bit of endurance uh, events in the past. And uh, I know for the most part, while I'm in the event or while I'm uh, participating, my mind for the most part is, uh, is focused on what I'm doing, but I will have periods where my mind sort of, uh, drifts and, you know, goes to other things. And, and so I'm just curious, um, if, if you run into that while you're out there for, like I say, five plus hours, um, 
do you, do you tend does the mind tend to, to to drift to sort of other things or lose focus or um, think about some other things uh, as you're out there? Yeah, I mean, I think about all kinds of things. Like, um, you know, obviously depending on uh, what's happening during the run, uh, you know, it, it shifts and changes and, and it's dynamic, right? And it's fluid. But I mean, I'll think about what I need to talk about <laughs> generally. Like, if yeah. I'm meeting with someone or. I'll think about like, cause each day I'm, I'm writing a post and like an end of day sort of thing, uh, yep. talking about what I've done for the day. So, you know, I might be thinking about that and, and then, and sometimes I'm not thinking I'm full of gratitude, right? Like, uh, sometimes I'm really happy and I'm full of happiness that I'm able to do what I'm doing and run. Like, I, honestly, like it's, um, I don't even know how to explain it, man. It's like, I'm running today. And, um, and I'm on the highway, uh, probably like two, three hours in and maybe down, like down, maybe, I don't know, 500 meters. I can see some, some, someone like two people, like a man and a woman on the right side of the road, just standing there with a cart bike. So I, I thought maybe they're just, I thought they were like there to look and see what was, why is this guy running around? And then, uh, <laughs> when I got close, I saw the guy had a Victoria fire department, uh, hoodie on. I didn't know who he was or anything. And then he was there with his wife filming the whole time. And it's like, I kept running and then I stopped and I turned back and I was like, let's get a picture. And yeah. uh, they, they took, they took a picture. And then when I left, I, I was overwhelmed, man. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, uh, just gratitude. Like I've been thinking and training so long. And like, you know, sometimes I would picture certain things in my head and it's like, Oh, like, you know, people actually care about what's going on and what we're doing. And um, I don't know. It's just it's really cool to see that really, like, uh, materialize in, in, in reality. It, it really goes to show that, uh, I mean, you're, uh, you know, and it's very obvious here. You're, you're doing this for a significant purpose and, and it has significant meaning to you. And, and I mean, that's obvious and apparent when you talk about, um, that overwhelming sense of gratitude that you that you feel and and uh, and I and I completely get it with um, you know sort of having that mindset that uh, you're you're out there running you're out there doing this simply because you because you can and we talked about this uh, on our last episode um, physically like yeah there's there's no limitations there's no reason uh, why you can't tackle this journey or tackle this challenge and make it happen. Um, your body and mind will let you do it. So, you know, you're, you're out there getting after it, making it happen. And it's, uh, and it's awesome. And now you get to the prep work is all done. Now you get to enjoy the moment. Now you get to enjoy every day. You get to enjoy every marathon that you're going through different scenery, different people. You're just in the moment. And I, I, I think that's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I totally agree, man. Like the last day and a half I was on the treadmill and, I mean, it's whatever. I can do that every day. But today I felt strong out there, you know, like it felt different. It just felt different. And I was on the highway. It wasn't like, you know, serene, but it was, it was still, you know, you're running and you see the mountains around, you see people and, um, you know, just, I I try to experience as much as I can when I'm there, um, out wherever I am and try to experience it or absorb it as much as I can. Um, obviously I do think about all kinds of things, but when you're out there for five hours or six hours or whatever it is, I mean, you know, I try to have those, um, 
you know, being in the moment longer, like those periods longer than kind of just thinking about other things all the time. So it's definitely been good. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, connecting with people and bringing people together and giving a lot of people, I think, a voice and a little bit of inspiration and motivation to see that there's different things that they can do too. You know, you're doing this huge mission and it's might going to help other people, you know, maybe they're going to reach out for help or maybe they're going to go for a walk because they saw your post about how you're doing all this extra stuff and you just started running two years ago and now look at what you're doing. So I think it really just kind of gives people some perspective and some motivation to kind of get out there and get after it. Honestly, if anything, if nothing else, I, like honestly, I'm no different than you or Dave, like or anyone else. Like honestly, two years ago, I was let's say two and a, three, two and a half, three years. I was lost, man. <laughs> I didn't know what what to do with my life. I was uh, I was disillusioned with everything, and I was like, man, I almost like had that feeling of just okay, I'm just waiting to die eventually, right? Just going through the motions, and then, but really with understanding who you are as a person or for me understanding who I am as a person and then understanding really truly what I should be doing and um and then putting my energies into an area where I feel like I can bring value and 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 actually be of like tangible service as soon as I started figuring those things out and then started getting to work it's it was really it was hard but it was easy if that makes sense like it, it was hard work to do everything that I was doing, but it was it was organic. It wasn't it wasn't contrived. I was just being myself, doing all the things. And um, if I can do whatever I'm doing, I don't even know what I'm doing, man. But if I'm doing what I'm doing, man, I'm sure there's a ton of other people who do it way better. For sure, it just I, I'm I just have a little conviction, and I just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Maybe I'm yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, you try to do it a little bit better the next day, right? And I think in a lot of ways, like doing something like that or something, changing careers or whatever it is, it's like the first step is the hardest. Or in my experience, in a lot of time, the first step has been the hardest or scariest. But once you take that first step, it's just like the doors sort of start opening or you start seeing things in a different perspective and you just sort of sure. go after it. I'd add, I'd add a little nuance to that just from my experience. Cause I, I've experienced that. Right. Yeah. And um, once I came to, once I kind of thought, okay, I wanted to transition and do something different. I had that idea, but it's hard to take that first step. Mm -hmm. So I took that first step with support around me and, and, and not encouragement, but just, you know, just pe people around me that I trusted. And, and then it wasn't like everything opened after I had to stick on that path. Yes. That was yeah. difficult. For a period of time until really recently that I could start seeing the fruits of that labor yeah and and so it takes time and for me what what I guess the curious thing for me was like okay how do I know if I'm doing the right thing how do I know if I'm on the right track and I think having people around you that you trust and that um, have the best interest for you I think having those people around for me helped me stay on the path consistently yeah absolutely for sure. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's inspiring. It's inspiring for those ar around you as well. And anyone who's uh, following along and watching this. Um, yeah. You're really just inspiring others to maybe in the same situation or a similar situation to where you were two years ago. Uh, and yeah. And yeah, you're, 
you're like you said, you're no different than uh, than anyone else. And there may be a lot of people that are just kind of just kind of in limbo or waiting for that uh, next phase to develop in front of them. And uh, and and this whole this whole story and this whole journey, uh, I find it personally, I find it uh, you know very inspiring to just kind of just kind of get up and and whatever it is the next journey the next challenge that you want to undertake just get after it just just make it happen because you can do it anyone can anyone can and just understand that it's not going to be easy there's going to be roadblocks and obstacles and challenges all through the way but if you're being honest and organic to who you are as a person i mean that's life right things happen and you got to go through those things and if you're doing something that you don't like those things are going to happen anyway yeah. So you're better off just doing what you kind of want to do and then figure it out. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So to give a very specific example of this, um, I'm thinking of a slight career change and I have been for two months, a month, give or take a little bit. And I've kind of narrowed it down to, I'm going to take my yoga teacher training. So awesome. this is, yeah. So yeah, I'm sort of in that like phase where I'm discovering and thinking and making some changes in my other job to open up time to explore this new thing. So why, uh, why did you uh, choose yoga? Um, I chose yoga because honestly, I'm not very good at yoga. So it'll be a real challenge for me. Um, just because I think I need it more. And I, so I want it just for my own personal life, uh, prevent some injuries and stuff. And also just my natural interest in fitness. So like, I love lifting and working out and rucking and stuff like that. So it just seemed like I don't want to be a personal trainer. That's not really what I want to do, but I started to think like, you know what, I feel like I could teach some like small yoga classes where we do other stuff as well. Like, one of my ideas is to like teach yoga classes outside or like we are going on like a mental health walk, but with a yoga component, but I want to be able to be the one who's leading that class at least some of the time. Um, so I've got a, some ideas rolling around in my brain awesome. about what I want to do. Yeah. So I'm excited and nervous and just, it's going to be a new little journey. Yeah. I mean, look what I've learned and like I've, I've I've only been doing this for a short period of time, but what I've learned is that that adventure, that uh, satisfying that curiosity or, or searching out or going after certain things that, you know, make you curious or that you're curious about. And then you want to take a look at what's going on over there and just kind of explore it. It's kind of cool, man. Like it's and, and, and with everything that, that I've been doing, I've kind of been just trying to do that, have that kind of mentality where it's okay, let's just see what happens. Yeah, and then go from there. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's it's there's some fun to that, man. It's and and, and you know, if you if you're if you're enjoying it and, and you and you feel good about it, then I don't see any issue, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it'll be a great learning experience. I'm sure I'll learn a lot more about myself, and uh, because it will be a challenge, um, I'm up for it because I love doing fitness challenges like uh, we've discussed in our other podcasts, all the little kind of mini challenges we've done and put ourselves kind of tested our limits and stuff. So I think this will just be doing it in a new brand new way for me. I mean, I've been to lots of yoga classes. I stretch and stuff at home, but I've never kind of gone all in on it. So how long is the course? It's nine months. Oh, wow. 
yeah and it's yeah it's mostly like weekends and it's there's an online component too which works out well for just our schedule and still being able to have family time and stuff like that so yeah so it'll be it'll be good good man that's good i'm glad that you're trying something new that's cool yeah maybe maybe in like a year from now you'll be like doing some uh like big retreats yoga retreats i know who knows right the rock and rise retreat Or or maybe we bring you out to on a ranch and you do like a yoga retreat there or something. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I'd love that. It's on 120 acres. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, it sounds incredible. We we do. We do have big ideas for, um, you know, not only the recognized podcast, but uh, but yes, for that mental health component and mental health retreats is uh, is certainly been on our um, uh, on our idea list for quite some time now. So uh, that's that might be a great option. So. Yeah, the yeah, possibilities I mean, look, are endless. For sure, the possibilities are endless. I mean, and what's so cool about the about the internet and social media these days is that these communities are able to connect and uh, you know connect in virtually and in in three dimensional space too, right? So it's cool. So you know, you do something in uh, Peterborough, and I'm over here. We can have a conversation. We can make something happen. Or yeah. someone's in Halifax. I mean, it doesn't really matter. So that's the that's the cool. You know, it's so cool now. Like I could, I could probably like travel, pretty much without anywhere within the country and connect with someone that I've met through social media now. Yeah, and, it, and like have cool. a place to stay. And yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'd stay with someone. Never. <laughs> But <laughs> you're like, but I like still, my own no, space. I, I no, thanks. <laughs> no, for sure. You get the, I get the point, though. It is, uh, it, it is pretty amazing, though. That you're right. The social media aspect of uh, just, just connecting on such a bigger scale now, and and being able to reach out to so many more people. Um, I, yeah, again, I think it's awesome. Even again, even uh, going back to this challenge that you're on, um, you know, we find ourselves pumping out 22 push-ups every day now and uh, or getting out for a run or, or doing something to help while you're helping so many others uh, we want to be a part of it in some small way so that's you know the bare the at least the minimum that we can do on our end so and it's been I great think i think it's awesome man like i think it's man it's, i don't know man it's pretty freaking cool that p- people across the country are are, are in solidarity, you know, doing some push-ups, and and we're all getting healthy together, and we're all raising awareness together. Because yeah, maybe I'm running these marathons, but the reality is, all of us are kind of raising that awareness together through this challenge and through this conversation. So you know, I'm not doing things alone here. Um, there's a whole bunch of people, and you guys are included. So it's pretty cool, man. Allie and I were uh, bouncing ideas back and forth about some upcoming um, podcast topics and things like that, and we we were discussing measuring success and and i and i personally i think a huge huge component to you know anyone's success is the connections that they build or the connections that they make within um within people other people Uh, and i think this you know particular challenge that you've undertaken the uh the connections that you've made and established and uh, continue to to grow has um has been profound and i think it, it it will only continue to grow and again, just more and more connections will be made. And, and I think that's just a, that's the beauty of life, um, in my opinion, is just connecting with other people and other people that are that are looking to get great things done and make great things happen and have great conversations and be positive. So. 
I think that's that's success to me, man. Like um, being able to sit down with some people and have a conversation and just be chill and and, and that. Because I mean, I used to. I don't even know if I used to think money was like the you know definition of success, but I was surrounded by that before, or like I heard that all the time, and it you know it kind of had a bit of a distaste towards it. Like, don't get me wrong, I like money, but um, it never drove me. What drives me is like a whole bunch of other things. So, you know, it was, took some time to figure that out. And now figuring that out at the age of 45, it's like, cool. Yeah, I don't really, I, I value what we're doing right now so much more. And these conversations are worth more than a million dollars to me. Exactly. This is yeah. the success right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting that you said that because I said something very similar when Dave asked me that question. I said, well, I think as a society, we have been sort of raised or grown up believing yeah. that success has a monetary value to it. Like that is often where our mind goes and mine did for a long time too. And just in the last four years, it's meant less and less to me. And it's more about, am I doing what I love? Am I helping people? Do I get to be outside? Like those things are so much more important to me and how I measure success now for sure. Um, but I think it's interesting how a lot of our minds go to money first, but I mean, it's probably lots of rich people who aren't super happy. So. Yeah. I mean, I, and mind you probably when you start hitting your forties, people start questioning things a little bit more and be like, yeah. am I doing the right thing or not? But yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough millionaires to be able to trend it out if they're happy yeah, or not. Yeah, neither do I. It's just an assumption that I was making. <laughs> it's uh, funny, this 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 whole uh, great conversation. Uh, I mean, my my camera's off for work purposes and stuff, but um, I ca I've caught myself a few times. I'm just sitting here smiling the whole uh, <laughs> the, the whole time because I'm, I'm just I'm really enjoying um, yeah the conversation and where things have been uh, been going with the flow. And uh, just sitting back and listening to, um, yeah, you guys, uh, you guys cover these topics and stuff. I'm just sitting here smiling and really enjoying it, which is uh, the way it should be. Hey, man, the, the feeling's mutual. Like, uh, you know, I, I honestly, the feeling's mutual. I mean, I, uh, I could be doing a, a billion things and you guys could be doing a billion other things too. But, you know, we're having a good time having a conversation and it's pretty legit, man. Yeah, I was just going to say, I've been listening to... Um some of the January episodes of the collective when I'm driving and it's same thing. I'm, I'm in my car by myself driving in my van and I'm listening and just all the guests that they have on that podcast is just amazing, right? The knowledge and the learning, but they're all having such a good time that I'm sitting there laughing with them and I'm listening to older episodes, but it's still so relevant. I love it. it. How cool is that though? Eh? Like there's a platform now that's in Canada that, generally highlights canadians that are pretty awesome yeah and um you know it's and it's putting out pretty amazing information that anyone can action if they were so inclined to do so yeah so i think that's pretty legit man and uh we're super fortunate to be able to have access to stuff like that yeah it's cool. oh, it's, yeah it's amazing so Satch, how can people um donate to the otter house so um there's a few ways how I'm connected to the donations is either you can go to my website or to my Instagram account. I have a link tree in my Instagram account that's connected straight to a GoFundMe and Honor House. So any Canadian donation that's uh, made gets a, a Canadian tax receipt. Um, and the GoFundMe is not 
GoFundMe is not connected to me at all. It's connected straight to Honor House, okay. so you get that tax free straight from them. And uh, yeah, so my my website's uh, www.suchinmotion.ca, and my Instagram is at such.n.motion. And I have all the other platforms. You can Google them, figure them out, find them, and add add them if you want to. Or, um, but yeah, they can donate there. And you know, we've been doing so pretty good so far over the last five days. Just over a thousand dollars donated, and which is pretty cool. And some pretty amazing people. Some people, a lot of people I don't know, and a lot of some people that I do that have donated, and I appreciate all of them. So it's been pretty cool. So hopefully, we can uh, generate a whole bunch more. The goal is fifty. 50,000 okay, um, yeah. to help, to help, to help build uh, an additional 10 cabins on the ranch. Amazing. And um, so, yeah, so that's the goal and we'll keep trucking away and keep, uh, keep talking and keep sharing and keep uh, running. Yeah. Oh, it's going to build for sure. Still, yeah. Yeah, still awesome. lots of days. One, uh, one more question from me and that's uh, what's, what's the weather looking like out there and what's the forecast for the next few days and, and, uh, and where are you headed tomorrow and where's the journey take, take you? Yeah. So I started in Chase BC today and it was, uh, it was a little overcast this morning. It was a bit of drizzle for the first couple hours. And then, uh, right around when I was finishing, it was, uh, still overcast, but at 23 degrees tomorrow, I think it's supposed to be in around the same, maybe 25 and I'll be, running just outside of just east of Kamloops tomorrow and running through Kamloops and just west of Kamloops to for the 42.3. And then uh, I'll be staying again here at the Sandman Hotels. That's another thing I got to say, man. <laughs> so the Sandman has hooked us up and like given us uh, friends and family rate and comp some of the rooms just nice. whenever we're going to certain towns where the hotels are because they, they believe in the cause and they want to support the journey so um shout out wow. to sandman hotels so That's yeah awesome. we're staying at the, we're staying at sandman and Kamloops, um the signature sandman and we're staying here for three days but we're gonna be running through it so once we run through Kamloops, the next stop will be getting close to ashcroft and we'll be running towards uh, on a ranch and then uh, I'll be staying there for a few days while I continue running. Then eventually get to Pemberton, Whistler, Squamish. Um, and then from Squamish, go to the go to Horseshoe Bay where the ferry is to get to Nanaimo on the island. And then from Nanaimo, I run all the way down to Victoria. Nice. Which would be the 27th. And I, fi- I finish at the Bastion in Victoria. And uh, the Bastion is a monument uh, in Victoria where they have the names of all the uh, law enforcement officers that have passed away in the line of duty from BC. Their names are all there, so I'll be finishing that. Pretty significant. Yeah, that'll be that'll be special. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll be able to keep it together by then. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. feelings. Yeah, got to let those feelings out. Oh, uh, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, I just uh, I, I love watching this, and I love watching uh, each day of the updates, and and and, and I'm assuming or hoping that. Uh, the air quality is only going to improve um, as yeah. you get closer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. That first two days wasn't great. And then today was good, man. That's why I felt strong. I think also another reason it was cooler and, and, and the air was clean. So I was, mm. I, I could have ran faster to be honest. And, and, um, but I was, I was, I remember Sean Taylor uh, racing his pacing. So I slowed myself down a little bit more. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That man, that man does have some uh, some words of wisdom, that's for sure. Yeah, no, he's a good man and uh, a lot of respect for him. Yeah, big time. Awesome. Well, uh, you two, I'm going to sign off on my end. Uh, got a few things I got to attend to here. But uh, Sash, really enjoyed um, catching up with you. And 
yeah, just keep doing what you're doing because this is awesome stuff. And uh, I mean, we're we're really proud of you. We're proud to watch this unfold, and uh, we'll support you every day of the or every step of the way. Thanks, man. I appreciate you, man. I, I appreciate the kudos and appreciate you guys. I appreciate what you guys are doing, and I, I appreciate how you're contributing to the community and trying to raise people up. So that's really cool too. Yeah, we're enjoying it. So. All right, on that note, uh, Ali, I'll let you guys uh, chat it out, and then um, I'll catch up with you guys soon. Okay, yeah, man. Take care, buddy. Have a good one. Right Thanks, man. Too. What do we got? What's going on now? Uh, what's going on now? <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. I had, okay, so I had one question. Um, I think it was yesterday or the day before when you were uh, on the treadmill, and you said it was easier for you to run on a treadmill. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that true? Is that right? Did I hear so, that right? Yeah, so I get, yeah, I mean, I don't find it um, that challenging. Okay. That, I found that shocking because I find running on, I think because I find it so boring to run on a treadmill. Yeah. And that, like, so I guess mentally it feels harder for me personally. No, for sure. Outside. I can 100% relate to that and I've experienced it. So I remember a couple of years ago, um, I, I mean, I ran on the treadmill. I'd use, you know, I would maybe I wouldn't run that long though, or I'd use my headphones or, or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I can't remember if it was Sean or might have been Sean. I can't remember who. Someone said something to me. It was and um, and I can't again. I can't remember exactly what it was. But it, it got me thinking again about the treadmill and why I didn't like it. Because I, I was same sort of thing as you. Like, oh man, it's just, like irritating. It's boring. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's challenging. It's hard. And then I started thinking about it. I go, really, it's not hard. It's just I'm bored to tears. Yes. Because I'm on there for a while and, and, you know, even if I'm listening to music or I'm not or I'm watching something, you know, it's still boring, right? So then I started thinking about it even deeper and I was like, okay, how do I make it so that it's not? So I thought, okay, let me do it so much that it isn't anymore. So that's kind of what I did. I, just, I would like run without headphones for hours and uh, to get to a point where I'd uh, – because it was hard for me to focus, right? And I was trying to find ways to focus better because when I would run outside, sometimes I wouldn't be as focused either. Yeah. So I was trying to find a better way to get more focused. So I thought, okay, let me stay on a treadmill for two months and no music and run, you know, whatever the distance was every single day. And so I did that. And after that, I was like, okay, I kind of got the treadmill sorted i'm good to go <laughs> yeah you just like got raw with it and like yeah. worked it out in your head yeah okay i guess i gotta keep trying <laughs> i mean it's not i mean it's, don't get me wrong it's not like i love going on the treadmill and i'm yeah, yeah. it's the best but now for me it's kind of a recovery tool so i can still if i'm running like um i could run a long time on the treadmill just because it feels easier it's probably about 20 percent easier than running on hard surface right yeah. because the uh, because it's you know it's got suspension and all that kind of stuff in it so depending on the treadmill there is a percentage that's probably easier right so um you know but whatever yeah it's useful it is useful for sure yeah oh definitely it's i mean i'm glad that we have one in our basement for times when our little guy's you know asleep and it's i have to stay home but i want to run yeah. i'm glad that i have it but i'm always like oh i i guess maybe i need to do a little mental work around the treadmill and just yeah see i mean try, try it. i don't know what what to suggest i mean i can suggest what i tried and was like i'm actually i don't want to suggest what i tried because they're probably <laughs> not helping so <laughs> amazing 
yeah but whatever i i okay. just stayed on there for until i was like okay that's good enough i'm good i don't i'm i, I got it sorted in it <laughs> yeah okay i'm gonna revisit that probably in the winter i like to stay running outside while the weather's good i don't for even sure. mind running outside in the winter depending like as long as it's not like icy or like dangerous you know well, I, I guess the question. <laughs> I guess, well, I guess the question then, in your case, or in some people's cases, would be, um, what's the purpose of using? Or what's the purpose of running? Is yeah. it to? Is it I, like everyone's different, right? For me, it's not really a, a mode of keeping healthy. Is I don't look at it that way. For me, it's a tool for me to do something. It's a training, yeah, a training tool, I guess. Like no, no? running in general, running okay. in general, treadmill on the road. I, I didn't choose running because I love it. I didn't choose running because to be healthy. I didn't do any of that. I, I picked it because I knew a lot of people ran and people understand distance and understand difficulty, right? But yeah. so when, when so for me it was a different thing. But for some people, I mean, I guess you'd have to ask, why am I running? What's the purpose of me running? Is it to stay fit? Is it to run a race? Is it to challenge myself? Like, what is it? And then. Once you decide what the purpose of that thing is, then you can figure out how to actually attack it and what kind of mindset you need for it. Yeah, smart. That makes sense for sure. Because so, for me, it was like, I already hate running and I never <laughs> liked it and I was never good at it. So doing it outside or on the treadmill was basically the same thing to me. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, I just need to do the thing and I know how to do a thing. So let me just do it. Yeah. <laughs> So are you saying then that one of the reasons that you picked running for this is because it was easier for people to relate to and get like kind of jump on board to support you? 100%. 100%. Okay. When, yeah. I first, when I first started running and when, I, so in 2021, I ran a hundred kilometers and weighed 21,000 for the BC Yukon Legion. And um, I ran a hundred kilometers from a town called Chilliwack to the Vancouver airport. And I did that. When I started that, I picked running because everyone knows running. Everyone understands what 100 kilometers is. And they might not understand, you know, running that, but they'd be like, someone ran 100 kilometers? Like, they, it's just, it grabs people's attention. It does, and yeah, for sure. And, and that's why I started running. That's the only reason. Okay. That and because it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes In sense. terms of the fundraising stuff, I, I, that's not entirely true. Let me start over again. I started running because my mental health was in the ditch and I had no other alternative in terms of like, you know, jujitsu or lifting weights. So I started running, but I continued running because I knew people understood that it was hard and I was raising money. I was trying to get more awareness. So I thought that would be the best way to do it instead of like, a, you know, being like a tournament in jujitsu or something or bodybuilding. You know, Yeah, which not way. it's harder for people. It's not as I want to say mainstream for lack of a better yeah, I mean, word. Everyone right? on the planet, everyone on the planet's ran at some point. Most people yeah. anyway. Yeah. And if they haven't, they know someone who has, or they've yeah. watched a race or something. So yeah. yeah, that makes sense for sure. Um, all right, we're coming up to like our hour mark here. Okay, cool. Yeah. That, that went fast. That went super fast. I find it always does. And like I always get every time we are going to record, I get like the day of, I get like this nervous, excited energy for the whole day. So you get excited, not so you get excited, not nervous. Both. It, well, it feels like both. I guess it's mostly excited with like a little bit of nerves, but good I, nerves. I guess, I guess, I guess nervous would be more of a negative, the negative version of excited. I guess, but I mean it in like a, a positive, I'm like, 
so excited. Yeah. So excited. Okay. I'm just excited all day. (laughs) I prefer excited. Um, It sounds so much better. I know. Okay. So I was excited all day. Uh, Awesome. Yeah. Which is awesome. Which is, yeah. I just, we're loving it. I want to just podcast all the time. Good. Good. And and then you just keep, uh, you keep finding new people that interest you and you talk to them and you learn from them. They learn from you. And exactly. Yeah. It's just amazing. So we usually end our episodes with a quote. Sure. I have one if you don't have one, because I didn't tell you that we <laughs> that we do yeah, this. So I don't have one, sorry. Okay. No, that's okay. I gave you, one, I gave you one racist pacing. Yes, you did. <laughs> Straight from Sean Taylor, right? <laughs> He'll be so thrilled that he got to do our, our uh, quote no, two won't. times. No, he won't. No? Well, he, he won't be happy that I'm talking about him. No, he doesn't like it when people compliment him. No. No, he has a hard time with so it. So let's do it again. Hey, Sean Taylor, uh, racing is pacing. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, and I'm going to do our other quote too. We're going to have two quotes. One from Sean Taylor and one from, I actually just saw it on Instagram today because I was like, oh yeah, I got to get a quote ready. And uh, so I just literally just like scrolled a couple things in my newsfeed and this came up. It was from the, the growing investor. I don't even follow them, but anyways, it came up. Um, so it said in the gym, the weight doesn't get easier to lift. You get stronger in life. Events don't get easier to handle. You become better equipped to handle them. Keep growing. I like that. It seems pretty relevant to what we were talking about and I believe it to be true. So yeah, Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah. That's what I thought too. So life always throws something at you. You just get better at handling it. Exactly. All right. Well, this was so, awesome. Thank you. I appreciate the the uh, the conversation. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been so fun. Thanks for coming on. And yeah, we are so excited to just keep following along and supporting in any way that we can. Awesome. I appreciate you guys. And thanks for the support. And um, I'm going to do my best over the next 17 days to get this done and see how much money you can raise and, and keep doing it. So that's awesome. That's, that's my commitment. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Okay, thanks, Satch. Thank you. Bye.